Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is Thursday morning, the 5th of May, 2022. Daniel Pedgrew in the chair this morning, and not just uh, through New South Wales and Queensland this morning. Welcome to listeners uh, right around Australia uh, for this morning's show. Looking forward to it as well. A big one between now and six before uh, the respective breakfast shows come along. The numbers the same, uh, at least for people listening in New South Wales and Queensland. For listeners elsewhere, might be a little different, but one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or you can text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. A lot to get through over the course of the next hour as well. Got some live sport again, as we did yesterday, the Champions League second semi-final. We'll talk more about that uh, shortly. A lot of uh, NRL news and AFL news around as well. So plenty uh, to get stuck into. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Yes, now plenty uh, to get through, and we will talk uh, football as well uh, with uh, our football expert, Jonathan Gallo, shortly. Uh, But let's just give a live score. Two minutes gone in that game uh, between Man City and Real Madrid. It is uh, nil all between Real Madrid and Man City. On aggregate, Man City lead 4-3. It is the second leg of of this semi-final. The winner, of course, will go on to play Liverpool. Uh, who won yesterday after coming back from 2-0 down, which was quite remarkable, um, winning 3-2, that second leg of the semi-final. And, you know, if Man City, who are leading at the moment in the tie 4-3, if they go on uh, to win that game, another final and another big match between Liverpool and Man City. We will talk more about that uh, and the English Premier League in around about 10 minutes time. Now the hot topic this morning on Tradies News in a nutshell and don't forget if does your hot water need replacing if it does get one that's steady hot and strong ask your plumber to install a ream. Now uh, for those listening yesterday uh, you would have heard me and Matthew Cox having a chat about uh, well, everything in sport but uh, we finished off talking about the NBL grand final between the Sydney Kings and the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. That kicks off or tips off tomorrow night in Sydney at Kudos Bank Arena around 7.30pm and expecting a big crowd out there. But it got me thinking, I just want to hear from you on 0457 736 736. Great grand finals. Can be AFL, can be NRL. Um, I will accept as well for those sports like the English Premier League that don't have grand finals, Fairy tale finishes. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I just want your greatest grand finals can be from any sport at any point in time. And I try and find a prize for our best texter or caller. 0457 736 736 
or one 1170 Great grand finals over the past 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. NRL, AFL, uh, wherever you want to go. At three and a half past five, good to have your company, Tradies News, in a nutshell. Uh, the NRL, meanwhile, does get underway tonight. I'll take you through that round shortly, and we'll also look at the AFL as well. Just a bit, few bits of news around, though in both the NRL and the AFL before I do that. And we'll start with the NRL. And Dolphins coach Wayne Bennett has been accused of telling Porkies and breaking the rules to sign under-contract Titans star David Fafita. Now, the Gold Coast coach Justin Holbrook has been unable to get the best out of Fafita, as we know. Now, he's one of the highest-paid players in the NRL. He's being paid $1.2 million a season. And last week, he played off the bench. Now, Wayne Bennett, he's desperate to sign a big name for the Dolphins' season, first season next year after already missing out on a host of stars. And uh, we still don't know what's happening in terms of Cameron Munster, but he is contracted to the Melbourne Storm for another year. So you wouldn't think he'd be there anyway uh, next year. Now, Wayne Bennett confirmed yesterday he is interested in Fafita, but denied actively pursuing the 22-year-old. Uh, he said, it's not my job to coach other players at other clubs, but I have a lot of respect for Dave. I know what a wonderful player he can be. It's just not happening for him right now, and that's for him and his coach to work out. So interesting to see, but hard for any new club in any sport um, to get marquee players. But I think people expected the Dolphins to do more, uh, and they just haven't yet. Um, is there a marquee player, 0457 736 736? Who, who would you sign if you were the Dolphins? You, you're running out of players. David Fafita definitely hasn't uh, fulfilled his potential on the Gold Coast, but uh, maybe under Wayne Bennett, he will. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 if you want to get in contact, asking you great grand finals. Uh, this morning, AFL, NRL, or anywhere else in the world, 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. An NRL video referee has been demoted after a bunker decision potentially robbed the Canberra Raiders of a much-needed victory during Saturday's afternoon Saturday afternoon's clash against the Warriors. Now, the Raiders were leading by two points when Canberra forward Corey Horsburgh tackled rival prop Matt Lodge 15 metres out from the try line with less than two minutes remaining on the clock. The Warriors uh, players immediately threw their arms in the air to indicate Horsburgh's tackle was high, but replay showed that his first contact with, was with Lodge's forearm before sliding up and making minimal contact with the head. Um, now, it seems that, unfortunately, because it was so the Warriors got a one-point golden-point victory with Sean Johnson kicking the field goal there, which was a very, very important field goal. However, video referee Steve Chitty, he's been dropped following the costly uh, error. So there you go. So no Steve Chitty in round eight, uh, round nine of the National Rugby League. Uh, Canberra, of course, play Canterbury tomorrow night at 6pm and we will go through the round of NRL and AFL in just a second. 0457 736 736 and well, we've seen a few referees in the NRL dropped over the past uh, couple of weeks. Uh, we had uh, one from the Anzac Day Clash between the Roosters and the Dragons and now Steve Chitty from uh, the video referee's box. And this is an interesting story from the world of the AFL as well and something that we've discussed previously on this show and I'm surprised hasn't happened more often 
um, in both the NRL and the AFL. But uh, a severely compromised Fremantle team will be forced to play on Friday night in a move that has been labelled as grossly unfair. Now, the Dockers on Wednesday confirmed six players would be missing the clash against North Melbourne under the AFL's health and safety protocols with fears that number could rise. Now, as I said, they are missing six players, all in isolation and a few injuries as well. Now, uh, Jared Waitley said he believed the Dockers had reached the tipping point where the clash with North Melbourne was now compromised. Now, he said last night on AFL 360, this is a mighty task for a Fremantle team that has just come through their rebuild period. They are beyond the tipping point, I think. I think six, if you're going to run a rule of thumb, uh, what the tipping point is, I reckon six out of your 22 is that. They are going to be severely Compromised. Now, it's not the first time an AFL club has been hit hard by COVID, with West Coast forced to make a record 14 changes for their Round 2 clash earlier this year, ironically, uh, with North Melbourne. And last week, Melbourne were forced to play without five premiership players after the group was put into isolation. Yet, the AFL COVID rules have been compromised, compromised one game drastically that the Eagles were in and compromised a couple of others, but not quite as alarmingly. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, I was talking about this when I was doing some of the overnight crowd over summer and we saw uh, the A-League postponed. We saw some basketball, NBL games postponed. We saw uh, overseas, EPL, NBA. Basically, uh, throughout the summer, there were a lot of postponed matches and we thought that would happen or we were worried that would happen in both the NRL and the AFL. Now, to date, we've obviously got this issue with Fremantle in the NRL. We saw the Bulldogs the other week without four players, but... Uh, due to COVID, and we've seen, you know, a couple, especially in terms of the NRL ruled out. Uh, But at the end of the day, uh, we haven't really seen it too much. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, And if they do get more players ruled out, will we see a match postponed? I don't think that will happen. Um, That's got to fulfill contracts and the like with the TV broadcasters and the radio broadcasters. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I know from an NRL point of view, the one saving grace, I suppose, was that a lot of the NRL players had had COVID over the summer. But you can get it again. Um, and we're now into May. We're heading into winter. So I, I dare say this will become more of a story. Hopefully not. But I dare say this will probably become more of a story over uh, the coming months, you would think, uh, as we get into uh, the, not just uh, with COVID, but also the flu season as well. So interesting to see what happens there. Um, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170 if you've got any thoughts on that. At 10 minutes gone in the Champions League between Real Madrid and Man City. It is still nil all. And as I say, we'll uh, talk more about that shortly. Just uh, through the round of NRL and AFL for you. NRL kicks off tonight uh, with the Rabbitohs taking on the Broncos. First time Adam Reynolds will be up against his former uh, team in the Rabbitohs. And the Rabbitohs haven't set the world on fire, it has to be said. Um, But the Broncos, they've been playing some pretty good football. Uh, Beat the Sharks last Thursday night. So uh, that should be an interesting one. You'll hear that uh, through the SEN network. Uh, That will be tonight. And then just through the other games, we'll look at them more closely tomorrow. Uh, But Raiders up against the Bulldogs tomorrow night at 6 p.m. We've got the Panthers and the Eels. Should be a great game at 7.55 on Friday night. And then three games on Saturday. Manly up against the Tigers. You've got the Roosters playing the Titans up in Mackay. And the Cowboys will play the Knights. And then on Sunday, the Storm in Melbourne against the Dragons. Uh, You'd think the Storm would win that. And then the Sharks will play the Warriors. And for our listeners 
uh, in terms of AFL. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, we've got another round there uh, kicking off and some good matches coming up as well. Uh, not kicking off until tomorrow night in the AFL. Kicks off with Port Adelaide up against the Western Bulldogs. Uh, and then it's also Fremantle up against North Melbourne. Uh, Fremantle still heavy favourites in that game despite uh, being without a lot of players. And then on Saturday, uh, Richmond up against Collingwood. Sydney Swans play the Gold Coast Suns. You've got GWS Giants up against Geelong. Uh, Essendon will play Hawthorne. A bit of news around about Essendon today as well. Uh, the Brisbane Lions will play West Coast. And then on Sunday, it's the Melbourne Demons, still unbeaten, uh, in first position against St Kilda and Carlton who returned to form last weekend against the Adelaide Crows. So uh, that's what's happening in the NRL and the AFL. Just before uh, a break, let's go to your text, 0457 736 736, talking about uh, great grand finals uh, leading up to the Sydney Kings up against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Uh, morning, Dan. Uh, two miracle finishes in a game that stand out for me. Uh, the 1994 State of Origin, uh, not a grand final, but it probably well, it was a very important moment when Mark Coyne scored in the corner, prompting Ray Ray, Ray Rabs Warren to say it's a miracle. And also uh, the end to the 1997 NRL grand final will always stay with me being a manly supporter. Yeah, I was. That was my first ever grand final I attended. Uh, I was seven years old. Um, and what a uh, great finish it was. Darren Elwood in the corner with, what, about 30 seconds left. Pass from uh, Andrew Johns. Uh, great text, Brett, to kick us off this morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. We'll talk a bit of the round ball game football after this on Tradies News in a nutshell. It is good to have your company on this Thursday morning, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A few texts here. Uh, James says, in the AFL, back-to-back years of Swans versus Eagles, asking great grand finals uh, this morning, uh, leading up to the Sydney Kings up against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers tomorrow night, uh, start of that series. In the AFL, back-to-back years of Swans versus Eagles, first year Swans by one point, second year Eagles by three points. Yeah, I remember that. How good were those uh, grand finals in the mid-2000s, 2005, 2006, around uh, then? Keep them coming. A few more texts. I will get to them shortly on 0457 736 736. Uh, but time to just switch our attention now uh, to the round ball game and football. And whilst I was doing the overnight crowd uh, a few times over summer, I spoke to this football expert. Jonathan Gallo is on the line. It's 18 minutes gone uh, between Real Madrid and Man City, and it's nil all on aggregate, though. Uh, Man City do lead 4-3. Morning, John. Morning, Ben. How are you, mate? Yeah, very, very well. Uh, we'll look at the English Premier League as well shortly. But let's just go back to yesterday morning. Uh, Liverpool, they were down two goals to nil, uh, came back and won uh, that match 3-2. And uh, they're still not leading the Premier League, but what a season they are having. Yeah, mate, absolutely fantastic. They have uh, flying high in all forms. They're in the FA Cup final, obviously playing it out for the Premier League title as well. And then of course, in the Champions League's final now. So, literally, they're going for the the, the triple uh, at the moment, and uh, it could be three trophies in the trophy cabinet come end of season. But um, Villarreal was a bit of a scare for them yesterday. Obviously, you know, Emery, the, the coach there, has been renowned for causing upsets, particularly against English Premier League sides in the past. And, uh, yeah, obviously, it was a bit of a scare for Liverpool at one stage. As you said, Villarreal got up 2-0, two, two and... Suddenly, uh, Liverpool were squirming a little bit in their seats, but uh, they managed to rescue it, get out uh, 3-2, and in the end, it was a close score. But I'm sure they're uh, 
they're going to be happy now going to Paris in another Champions League final for, for Liverpool. Yes, uh, they are. Now, this game at the moment, as I say, 19 minutes gone, nil all uh, in this game, uh, but aggregate 4-3 to Man City. How do you see this one going? Because obviously going into the game yesterday, Liverpool were already leading 2-0 on ag- aggregate, so they had a bit more room to play with, but uh, there's only one goal in this and 20 minutes gone, still nil all. Yeah, it's a close game. I mean, obviously, with Real Madrid getting that penalty, that late penalty by Karim Benzema in the first leg to make it 4-3. Initially, it was going to be 4-2. City were going to head into the second leg, but uh, that late penalty from Real Madrid making it 4-3 just made things a little bit interesting for the second leg now that, obviously, Real Madrid now back at home at the San Diego Bernabeu. So it's going to be an interesting game because I think many sides have gone there in the past and, and struggled with the way Real Madrid play. They just go up another notch, and obviously the atmosphere and the fans are going to be absolutely right on top of Man City as well. Mm. And Real Madrid won the La Liga already from uh, the weekend as well. They've already wrapped up their league title uh, with about three games remaining. So they're completely focused on this uh, on this Champions League now, whereas Man City obviously are in a tight race with, uh, with Liverpool only ahead by one point. So that focus shift from, from Real Madrid now onto the Champions League, particularly all in the second league, uh, they're going to throw everything at Man City during this, this second league. You'd have to expect, particularly there at home. So it's going to make for an interesting one. I think uh, Man City are going to have to do everything they can to hold on, but they've certainly got the talent and the squad to do that. So it's uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of uh, of minutes ahead for, for Man City and a couple of hours ahead, I should say, for Man City. So it's uh, it's going to be a bit of a hill to climb, but I, I think they've got enough talent to uh, to hold on to this one. We'll keep you across that in this show and also uh, breakfast. Let's just turn our attention, John, to the Premier League. And you mentioned Man City there, uh, sitting on top on 83 points. Liverpool uh, just one point behind them on 82. Then you got Chelsea on 66 and Arsenal on 63. Just with the uh, race between Man City and Liverpool, I still, and I've had a look at the draw a couple of times, Man City still has the easier draw. I wouldn't say Liverpool's is, is that hard either. But it's funny in football, uh, even though Man City should go on and win the remainder of their games, sometimes these little upsets can happen in the last couple of games of the season. Yeah, they definitely can. I think the upset potential is, is this weekend, uh, the game between Man City and Newcastle United. Although it's going to be at the Etihad for City and it's going to be at home, uh, Newcastle can provide that, that occasional upset as we've seen in the past already. And then they've got the trip away from home against Wolverhampton as well, which will be another difficult test for Man City. That's where they could potentially slip up as well. Wolves are, are an eighth spot in the Premier League for memory, and they've had a history again this season of taking points off the uh, off the bigger teams. And obviously, then they've got West Ham away as well as Villa at home to round off their their season. So they're not as as difficult opponents as Liverpool have in their run in, but. There's still teams who have the potential to uh, to slip up, particularly against the, the big team. So, you know, it's going to be a, an interesting run in for Man City, and I think it all depends on how they go against Real Madrid today's game in, in the Champions League semi-final, really, because you feel if City were in the worst case to bow out, even though I think it's pretty unlikely they will, but if they were to bow out in the Champions League semi-final, people just have that feeling that that could, uh, you know, ignite a flame in, in City to really end the season on a high with the Premier League. So. I think Liverpool fans are going to be a little bit mixed emotions this morning. Maybe they want to see City bow out, but they might just want them to meet them in the final so that uh, they could be still focused on on two leagues instead of just the one. So uh, it has an interesting potential this last four weeks in the Premier League, but um, 
I don't think City's running is as easy as people make it out to be, that's for sure. Meanwhile, this weekend, Liverpool uh, have Tottenham uh, Sunday morning, early hours of Sunday morning at 4.45. Um, going to be an interesting one because Liverpool obviously wanting to win the match, uh, but Tottenham, they're sitting in fifth position on 61 points. So uh, they've not given up their top four hopes either yet. And no, they certainly haven't. I think Spurs really trying it out with Arsenal for that fourth spot at the moment. Arsenal finding form with three wins on the trot. So Conte's men are also finding form as well this season. I think they're playing their best football they've played all season long, really. So they're hitting form at the right time. And obviously, I think the big one for this one against against Spurs is that Liverpool is still at home, which is the main factor at Anfield. It will be absolutely packed to the brim. So they'll make it difficult for Spurs to take points off them. Uh, but I think it could be the potential that could cause an upset against Liverpool as well. And then, obviously, they head into an away game against Aston Villa, which won't be easy by any stretch. And then the big one for Liverpool, another big game, is against Chelsea. We know the history for Liverpool and Chelsea. We know the FA Cup finals around the corner as well with Chelsea as well. So it, it's going to be a, a tight tussle. Liverpool is no easy game for them either. And Southampton away from home and then Liverpool-Hampton to end the season. So... Just, again, teams like Southampton and Wolverhampton, sometimes when you'd be flying high against the bigger teams and suddenly you can slip on a banana peel against the lesser teams lower down the ladder. But um, and, and Liverpool, the problem that they've had this year is, is draws. They've had about seven draws this year already, particularly early midway through the season. They were dropping points against the lesser teams on the ladder. So it makes those games against Southampton and Wolverhampton uh, all the more tricky for, for Liverpool, particularly if they come out against Spurs and, and Chelsea on top. So it doesn't get uh, any easier for, for Liverpool, I'm afraid. And just very quickly, in a minute or so, you look at the bottom of the table now, Norwich and Watford are already gone. Uh, they're sitting on 21, 22 points. But then you look at the other uh, three teams. Everton currently in the relegation zone on 32 points. Leeds United, though, they have a very tough draw. They've already lost to Man City. They play Arsenal this weekend. They're sitting on 34 points as are Burnley on 34 points. Um, obviously, Everton in that relegation zone and two points behind, but they do have a game in hand over Leeds and Burnley. How do you see that playing out with a few games left? Yeah, it's interesting. When I, I've looked at the, the running for, for all three of these teams, and I think with Burnley at the moment, that they've lost their main manager, Sean Dyche, uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. He got the sack, uh, and so did Leeds United get rid of Bielsa as well. So, both those teams have made managerial changes. Um, and I think the only thing I think with Everton and, and Leeds that they slightly come out ahead is they've got a massive, massive fan base. Um, so their home games, the two home games they've got for both of them in the remaining part of the season is going to be vitally important uh, to make sure they pick up all three points. Whereas Burnley, I, I just I think with Burnley, they don't, it's not very a scary place to come and play your football. Uh, they don't play the prettiest football either at the moment, um, and with the manager change as well, I think they're going to lose a lot from that as well. With Leeds United, I think their managerial change was, was needed. I think people saw that coming for a while. With Burnley sacking, it was a bit of out of the blue for a lot of Burnley fans as well. So I think it makes things more tougher for them. You know, they got Villa at home this week, then they got Spurs away from home, then Villa again, and then Newcastle United. They're not easy, easy games by any stretch. I just think their running is a little bit more trickier Whereas Leeds and, and Everton, I think, even though Leeds is playing Arsenal, I think uh, at the end of the day, their running is a little bit more easier compared to, to Burnley. So uh, it makes interesting viewing, that's for sure, on the bottom of the table. Yeah, going to be very interesting. Thank you, John. We might catch up again next week. We certainly will. We certainly will, mate.
Looking, f- looking forward to it. Thank you. Football expert Jonathan Gallo on the line and still at nil all between Real Madrid and Man City. Just quickly before I break, a couple of texts on great grand finals. The Big G says, morning, Dan, on great grand finals, 1991, Roy Simmons, two tries in his last game. Uh, yeah, Brandy sitting out here would agree with that. Uh, 2003, Satless try-saving tackle. Yes, Brandy would agree with that as well. And 2021, uh, Stephen Crichton's intercept. Yeah, Brady would agree with that as well. Yes, I'm biased. Cheers, the big G. And the Yeovil Treatment says, uh, Hi, Dan, really hard to go past the 2015 win by the Cowboys over the Broncos in what was an amazing finish. I give an honourable mention to the 2004 win by the Young Bulldogs, uh, minus the inspirational captain Steve Price against the more fancied Roosters. Uh, Yes, the game went down to the last tackle. It did, and was also Brad Fittler's last game. Uh, Yeah, the Bulldogs in 2004. Uh, Remember that? Uh, Good grand final. One of the better grand finals. 16-13, that finish. Thank you, uh, the Yeovil Treeman. Keep them coming in. Great grand finals. AFL, NRL, any sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01-1170. We'll take a break. Come back with more. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. And breakfast not too far away uh, in the various states with your various breakfast shows. Don't forget, this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. Uh, now, Champions League, we were talking about it earlier. Half time between Real Madrid and Man City. It's still nil all uh, between Real Madrid and Man City. On aggregate, uh, Man City lead that four goals to three. Of course, Liverpool already through to the Champions League final. Your breakfast shows will keep you across all of that. Been asking great grand final. Finals this morning on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A few texts here before I head off. Uh, no name. Uh, yes, there is a name to this text. Busted Broncos. Champions League final 1999. Manchester United win and score three goals in the last uh, three goals during the last minutes against Bayern. My favourites uh, from the Busted Broncos. Thank you, mate. Uh, no name to this text, but uh, the 1998. And 1999 NRL Grand Finals. Uh, Yes, I remember the 1999 one, but we won't bring that up uh, with Dragons fans. Uh, Morning to Michael. Morning, Dan. 2004 when Port Adelaide beat the Brisbane Lions in the AFL Grand Final. Good to hear from you. Uh, Michael and Junior Smithy will finish things off saying, Morning, Dan. About the most memorable grand final was the 1997 AFL grand final. Johns uh, to Albert. Uh, Leo Barry's mark uh, as well in the AFL grand final. And Liverpool coming back from three goals down against AC Milan in the Champions League final. Uh, so thank you for that, Junior Smithy. Thank you for all your texts. Hope you uh, have enjoyed the show this morning. I'll be back tomorrow morning uh, from 5am. Uh, breakfast shows around the country are next. Hope you have a great Thursday and I'll see you tomorrow morning from 5am. Bye-bye. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.